Hey lady, welcome to the Elevate Her podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Mariuki, leadership coach, career queen, twin mom, and wife. If you are ready to step into the level 2.0 version of yourself, girl, you've just found yourself a cheering squad that will help you do just that and even more. From one career woman to another who navigated the challenges of being a black woman in a profession that lacked diversity with no rule book to help me figure out the keys to climbing the corporate ladder, I am on a mission to change this scene for good. In the last few years of my 10-year career, I not only overcame the challenges that held me back from the mid-level career slump I found myself in, but unlocked the doors to land big promotions in my career, become a director at just the age of 32 in the largest global audit firm, get my confidence game on and become a trusted leader. If you are ready to shake off the self-doubt that's been holding you back, uncover your value, get seen, promoted, and paid like the leader you deserve to be without more degrees, qualifications, or inauthentic networking tactics, stay tuned because you are about to get elevated. Okay, I am popping in here really quickly to share something that I have never offered before. And it's only for my podcast listeners, so listen up really closely. This month alone, I am giving away two lucky podcast listeners the chance to get a hold of some of the world's best masterclasses. I am giving away a one-year subscription to Masterclass worth $250. Masterclass is an online subscription platform to learn from the world's best experts on practically anything related to personal growth, career, mindset, and more. Some of my favorite masterclasses include Elaine Welteroth's Designing Your Career, She's the editor-in-chief of Teen Vogue, Robin Roberts, Effective and Authentic Communication. She's an anchor at GMA, Lewis Hamilton's A Winning Mindset. He's a seven times Formula One world champion. But wait, there is more. I am also giving away one career power hour session valued at $497. This is your chance to work with me one-on-one to get your career strategy in place and secure that promotion or salary raise, whatever it is that you are currently going after in your career. All you have to do is one, leave a review of the podcast on iTunes or your podcast listening app of choice, telling us what you love about the show, and two, share your review with me on Instagram or LinkedIn or email before June 30th. And that's it. I'll be announcing the winner on the podcast and all my social media channels in June to give you enough time to leave your review and enter the giveaway. Sending you some good luck. So I am doing something a bit different today in that I am bringing one of my most watched Instagram lives, which by the way, you can always go and watch on my feed on Instagram if you want to watch it instead. But as women of color, and especially if you are of African or Black American descent, we grow up with so many cultural norms that then become things that we think are the way to live, the way to interact with people. And we take a lot of these norms into the workplace, which actually work against us and hold us back from accelerating and making progress and moving up the ranks into leadership positions. And I want to talk about those things today. So definitely let me know if you have any aha moments as you listen to this. So let's get right into the show. I want to talk about 
this really sticky topic when it comes to advancing in your career, because I think a lot of women are going to resonate with this, particularly if you were raised in a Black, African, African-American, whatever it is, family. A lot of us as Black women were raised in families where our parents were very conservative or our guardians or the people who took care of us were very conservative. And as children, we were taught a lot of cultural norms that actually work against us when we get into the workplace. And some of these norms that you may have learned or picked up as you were growing up was you can't speak when older people are speaking, right? You cannot challenge the decisions of people who are older or more senior to you. You cannot speak back when you are being talked to. Be quiet in a room of people who are older than you. And all these cultural norms come back to work against us when we're in the workplace. And I realized this when I was in my first job, which was actually 10 years ago, which is so insane that it's been 10 years. And my colleagues were so vocal about the things that they were doing. And they were so vocal about, you know, the good feedback they would get from clients, for example. And I was waiting for someone to notice and I was waiting for someone to acknowledge when I would get good feedback from a client or when I would get good feedback from, you know, a manager in another team. And I wasn't comfortable with, you know, tooting my horn or speaking out about good work that people would commend me for because of those cultural norms I grew up with. In my mind, I was waiting for people to recognize me and then I would, you know, acknowledge. I was waiting for people to say, oh, yes, you have been doing so well in this, that and the other. You know, here's a raise or do you want, are you ready to move to the next level? I did not see it in myself to be proactive and to position myself, let alone even talking about the achievements that I had made. I didn't see that that was my responsibility to do. Neither did I think it was the right thing to do because of how I was raised up in that family where you couldn't talk back to elders, you couldn't speak back, you couldn't challenge. And those things had an impact on how I was relating to my colleagues at work, right? So in meetings, naturally, I would be the quiet one. Um, when it came to client engagements, naturally, I didn't want to be the one to speak out because I thought that, you know, this was the space for my client to talk and not for me to talk. And my role in the meeting was to listen and to say yes, yes, yes to everything that was said and not to challenge. And that became an issue because First of all, pep talk, it's only visible work that you can be recognized for. It's only work that people know and have seen and perceive to have a positive impact on what you're doing and to be able to position that work for the next level that you will be recognized for, right? If no one else knows what you are doing um, or if no one else is acknowledging the great things that you are doing in your work, in your career, then it's just going to stay with you, right? And it's not going to really help you. And secondly, I realized, and I learned this a long ways down the line in my career, that not speaking up and not being vocal, in other people's minds, it implied that I had nothing to say. In other people's minds, it implied that I had no contribution to make to this conversation. And therefore, what do you think they thought of me when I had nothing to say? 
it meant that I had no value to add to those conversations and I had nothing to add to the problems that we were trying to solve in these meetings, in these different forums that I would find myself in from time to time in my career. And I say this because a lot of the times we think that, you know, we're being respectful, we're being humble, we're being modest, and that is what is expected of you in the workplace. But it is far from the truth, ladies. And I think a lot of times we don't get the rule book of the career fields. We just take what we have seen and assimilated and learned from growing up and assume that that is, you know, what's going to work for us, right? We assume that being respectful to our bosses, to our leaders, we assume that not talking back to them, we assume that just saying yes, yes, yes to everything they say is what is going to give us brownie points and what is going to give us that sort of social capital and is what we're going to bank on when it comes to, you know, getting promotions, advancing in our careers. But that is far from it, ladies. And that's what I want to talk about today. Three things that I see as holding us back as Black women in corporate careers or just in our professions generally. And the first thing is waiting to be asked before we speak about our achievements. Ladies, I want us to stop doing this because it is not serving us. It is actually working against us and we need to stop this. We need to start speaking out very loud and clear about the great things that we are achieving. And one of the things that I have started to do is I have what is called a win box. And every time I get a good comment or a compliment from someone or a thank you or an acknowledgement, I put it in my win box. And at the end of the month, I summarize all these great things that have happened and I share them with my boss. Sometimes, even when I am acknowledging the person who is giving me the compliment, I will reply and copy in my leader so that they can see these things that I am doing behind the scenes in the background, which they might not necessarily be aware of. And I'm saying this because I know for everyone woman who is not speaking out and being vocal about the good things that they are doing, about the great achievements they are making and their contributions to the overall team results in the organizations they work with. There are many other women who are doing that because of the cultural norms that we grew up in, where we were told not to talk back, where we were told to wait until we are asked. But in the corporate environment, you actually have to stand out and stand up and actually talk about these things and be proactive. So let us stop waiting to be asked why we believe we are the right people for that next level, why we believe we are the right people for that next leadership position, that next executive position. We have to start positioning ourselves and you position yourself by speaking out about what is different about you, right? What is unique about you? And be very specific. And that brings me to my second point, fuzzy personal brands. Now, in the last live, I asked you ladies, how many of you have a personal brand? Now, today, I want to flip that question and ask you, what is the one thing that you want to be known for in your organization? And it needs to be like a very short and quick sentence. 
And the reason I ask this is because a lot of us say, yes, we have a personal brand. I've been talking to a lot of you in the DMs. When I ask you, okay, what is unique about you that puts you in that next position, that puts you in a good sort of spot or place for you to be considered the next leader or for you to be considered for a promotion, I get very fuzzy responses. I get responses like, I am responsible. I have been leading this team. I have been, you know, working in an acting position and I've never really gotten the title. And so some people are maybe feeling entitled. Some people are maybe even feeling resentment um, that they've been, you know, basically operating at the next or doing the responsibilities of someone who is a level above them, but not getting the pay. And I am saying all these things because that is not enough to define your personal brand. You need to be very specific on what exactly sets you apart, right? So in the context of the next goal you have for your career, what sets you apart? Why should you be the one to be picked for that promotion? Why should you be the one to be picked for that executive level? Why should you be the one to be picked for that manager opening that is just being advertised if you're thinking of transitioning out of your current organization? Why should you be the one to be picked for an expert panel or a guest panel in a conference, right? If that's something that you're trying to do, you need to be very specific about what sets you apart. And I'm going to give you my example. So for me, my sort of tagline that I have used in the last year um, which really helped me position myself for the next level, which is directorship level, which is what I was assessed for in my organization last year. And I passed. I was confirmed that I was ready for it. That's a story for another day. But the tagline that I had been using was, one, I built a team almost from scratch. I built a team at the time when I took over this team. We were only three. I built the team to around 12 people of competent professionals and we are a cohesive team. And because of the cohesiveness and, you know, the effort that I have made in making this team work, we have been able to literally triple our revenue in my team over the past five years. For me, that's my tagline, right? So immediately I say that, you know that, okay, she's good at building teams. She's good at making teams work, right? Because it's one thing to hire people, but it's another thing to get them to work and to work together well. So for me, that is what defines my personal brand. And that is the story that I have been saying over and over and over and over again. And that is what got me noticed. And that is why people noticed me. And that is why my leader said, wow, she's ready for the next position. Okay, I am so excited to make this announcement to help women finally find their voice, become leaders in their field, and get paid their worth. If you know you don't want to be where you are in your career 12 months from now, Design to Lead was made for you, so listen up closer. Design to Lead is my private coaching program for ambitious career women who are ready to get promoted to the next level and start making an impact while creating generational wealth. In six months' time, you could have the clarity you need to land that promotion or dream role in your career or get big pay raises that you never thought were possible. With the right strategy, 
bankable career plan and solid mindset to give you the confidence and kick self-doubt on the curb for good, which is what you'll get in Design to Lead and even more, together we'll be celebrating your next big career goal. Head over to bit.ly forward slash design to lead to apply to work with me in this program or DM me the word elevate on any of my social media channels to find out more. Let's get your career elevated for good. Funny story, my immediate boss actually didn't think I was ready for the directorship assessment that I did in November. So in my organization, you actually have to go for, it's like an intense interview, a three-day interview um, where you're interviewed by partners and people at exco level who are literally grinding down and asking you questions. And there's a whole lot of psychometric tests. You have to do a case study, presenting yourself and explaining why you are ready for the directorship level. My boss didn't think I was ready, but the other people in the room who were going to make this decision to get me onto that assessment actually saw things that he didn't see, which was quite interesting to see. But it's because I had continued to position myself. I had continued to talk about the great things that our team was doing. In meetings, when people would ask, what can we do differently to make our teams work better together? I always make sure I share my ideas. I talk about the things that we are doing. I talk about some of the agile working approaches that we are using in our team. And that has really set me apart in seeing and in knowing that I'm not just here bringing my expertise, but I'm also here growing and building a team and making an impact beyond just making money, right? So I want you to think of your personal brand. What sets you apart? That is like your secret sauce. If you can unlock that, that is what is going to get you that next level promotion. That is what is going to get you to the next level in your career, to that next goal that you have. And the third thing that I see that you know really holds us back that we need to work on is we don't want to make a big fuss. We feel that if we talk about our achievements, we feel that if we talk about specifics on, you know, achievements that we have made in our career or specific assignments we have worked on that have gone well, we feel that we are blowing our horn and we feel that other people should be talking about us instead of ourselves. Well, here is the real talk, ladies. One of my coaches always tells me that no one wakes up thinking about you. I think sometimes we think that people are thinking about us more than they actually are, right? No one wakes up thinking about you. So when you go into the workplace, when you start your day, when you go and interact with other people, do not think that people are thinking about how they can help you and how they can get you to that next level. They will only be doing that if you have created a perception in them that you are ready for the next level, right? And you can only do that by really being vocal about the specific achievements and the specific contributions that you are making in your organization and be very specific, right? Don't just say, oh, I'm a good team player. Like that doesn't mean anything. Be very specific about how you have been a team player. So for example, maybe you are the person who's responsible for making sure that there's team building activities. That's something you can say that can back up the I am a team player statement. So I want you to shift your mindset because when you continue to think that 
talking about your achievements or, you know, speaking about yourself and what you are doing, when you continue to think that doing that is being proud, you know, kind of being a bit pushy, a bit edgy, and is not really in line with maybe your values of humility or modesty, you're actually doing the people that you are meant to help, the organization in which you're meant to make an impact, you're actually doing that a disservice. Because as I mentioned, only the work that is seen and visible is recognized. So I want you to shift that mindset and say, instead, talking about my achievements, and I'm not saying that I want you to go and like be the center of attention in every single meeting and you need to talk about what I, 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 I am doing. There is a place for speaking about your achievements. As you continue to do this, you're going to build that self-awareness to know when is the right time to talk about them and when is the right time to maybe talk about your team's contributions or things that your organization at large is doing. But I want you to shift that mindset and to start changing the narrative in your head that keeps telling you that when you talk about yourself, when you talk about your achievements, you are being proud and that's against your values of being humble. It is not. You are helping the other people because if you don't talk about the things that you have achieved, if you don't talk about the contributions you have made, if you don't talk about the specific assignments you are doing, things that have gone well, projects that you have led, then people will not know that you have those specific skill sets, right? No one will ever call upon you to help them if you don't talk about those things, right? So I want you to shift and reframe your mindset to know that you're actually helping people. You're actually using your success, right, to make an impact going forward and to create that ripple effect. So really shift that mindset because there is no place for modesty when it comes to career progression. It is up to you. A lot of the sort of progress you are going to make in your career, probably 80 or 90% is up to you. Of course, there is the 10 to 20% that your advocates are going to make happen for you, right? Because we all know that success doesn't happen just on its own, but it is up to you to step up to the plate Position yourself and to speak out. You need to use your mouth, right, ladies? You need to use your mouth. You can't just say your work will speak for itself. You need to use your voice to sort of position yourself as to why you deserve that seat at the table and to take advantage of the opportunities because the seat at the table is there. It's available to you, but you need to make use of your achievements, your work that you have put in, and you need to position that in a way that the decision makers and the advocates are going to step up and stand out for you and speak for you in those rooms, even when you are not in the room. And the only way that can happen is when you are vocal, when you are proud of your achievements, and when you speak about them in a way that you're not trying to be boastful or trying to be proud, but you're actually trying to help others, right? You're actually trying to make an impact. So I hope you have found this live helpful. I know it was a bit of a real pep talk, but I think I have seen this too much and I hear this too much from women that I can't talk about the things that I've achieved. I can't be so specific because I'm going to look like I'm a bit cocky, I'm a bit proud, and I don't want to come across as that. When you speak about your achievements, 
you're probably not being proud, right? If that is the sort of ringing thought in your head, you are not being proud. You are here to make an impact and you can only make an impact by being vocal about what you are doing in your space, in your profession, in your career. Let me know if you have any questions. I know there was a question from last week's live. Angela asked, where do you start when it comes to personal branding? And this speaks to the first point I shared. I want you to be specific. Why are you uniquely placed for that next level, for that next career goal? Why you? When you answer that question and have very specific examples, that's how you're going to build your personal brand. If you want more help on how to really start to stand out, position yourself, create a personal brand that speaks that you are a leader, that you are ready for that executive level, but you're just feeling stuck, you really don't know how to speak out, or maybe you just need help in knowing what exactly you should talk about in what forums, how you should even go about doing this, because for me, it was all quite foreign. First of all, I totally get why you would feel that way. I felt that way as well. Definitely check out the link in my bio and let's get on a design to lead game plan call. It's a free call. Book your time. There are a few time slots. Book your time. Answer the few questions that are there so that I can prepare myself ahead of the call. And let's get on the call and help you put in some very specific action steps that you can take over the next month or two to start to build that personal brand, right? And to start to make these career goals a reality. Because like I said, your career and where you go and the pace at which you go 90% of it is based on the actions you take and the intentions you take and that personal brand that you are building intentionally to position yourself as that next level leader, as that next level executive. All right, ladies, like I said, the link to the design your leadership role, the game plan call is on the link in my bio. Check it out there. Um, and I cannot wait to see you there. It is a free call, no strings attached. I just want to make sure that I can help you and give you some insights. And of course, if you want to work with me deeper, we can talk about my career coaching program. I do have a few slots from next month, but happy to talk about that more with you when we get on the call. So check out the link. Book your design to lead game plan call and I will see you there and I will see you in next week's show. Thank you so much, ladies, for hanging out with me here. I always enjoy these talks and these shows and I will see you next week. Bye, ladies. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Her podcast. If you found this helpful, I would be forever grateful if you left a review of the show right here on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. If you would like more support and inspiration to elevate your career, go ahead and connect with me on LinkedIn at Rebecca Morioki. Or if you're an Instagram girl, let's connect over there. See you on the next show.